Corner Office Podcast. Louis T here, back with another episode. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to everybody that's tuned in, wherever you are. Thank you. I really appreciate your um your time to come in and listen to this podcast. It's really appreciated. So I really thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this episode is going to be focused on Disney+. Plus. I don't know if you have heard about Disney Plus I didn't I heard about it a few days ago when I was listening to a podcast and it was brand new to me so I decided that I needed to make a podcast about this and break it down just a little bit just to see what it's about and how the future of streaming is going to really start changing because I did a podcast on Netflix and you can check it out listen to how I broke it down on how they obviously came and kicked blockbuster out of the way and it's a movie theater inside your phone that you can access wherever you are as long as you have a strong internet connection so on saturday when i was driving and listening to this podcast and i heard about disney plus it kind of sparked some things in my brain and i'm like man i gotta follow up and make sure that i um i stay with the times and deliver this message so here it goes Disney Plus will be available on November 12th for $6.99 a month. Here we go. Disney streaming service Disney Plus will launch on November 12th for $6.99 a month or $6.99 per year, the company confirmed on Thursday. Disney's Kevin Mayer, head of the company's direct-to-consumer unit, gave investors their first look at the Disney Plus app and interface. Similar to Netflix, Disney Plus users are greeted by rows of recommended content, new TV series or movies added to the platform and genres. Unlike Netflix, there are five hubs that sit at the top of the page, which will bring users to designated areas for Disney's various franchises. So these are the various franchises, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Disney Plus will be available to stream through smart TVs, web browsers, and on tablets, mobile devices, game consoles, and game consoles, according to Mayer. The streaming service has already secured deals with Roku and Sony for availability on their respective platforms. Disney Plus subscribers will be able to set up individual profiles for those they live with. Parental controls be automatically Applied for child profiles, all Disney Plus content will be available for offline download and the company is promising 4K HDR presentation where applicable on TVs. Hmm. So there's an image and it looks pretty much the same as Netflix with, with the big um, showing up top and then all the, all the blocks on the, on the bottom. So they also announced a, cop, a couple of new projects coming to Disney+, Plus, including confirming that Marvel was working on a series based on the Avengers characters, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier joins a number of series currently in developing, including two confirmed live-action projects from Marvel Studios focusing on Loki and Hawkeye, a Monsters, Inc. show, a high school musical show, and a Star Wars series focusing on a bounty hunter called The Mandalorian. Disney will also end its vault program in time for Disney+. Plus. 
According to a previous investor call, the vault program essentially made it impossible to buy a movie until it was released from a limited time, for a limited time. Now all movies will be available to stream exclusively on Disney Plus, according to Iger, whoever that dude is. Almost done with the article. The Hollywood Reporter previously reported that Disney would launch its streaming service with 500 films from the Disney Library, in addition to about 7,000 episodes of Disney TV. Netflix had 4,335 movies and 1,100 TV series in 2016. Iger told investors in November 2017 that they were planning to walk, not run, into streaming but they would ramp up production on original series and films over time. Disney Plus is the company's big push into streaming to take on competition from Netflix, Amazon, and Apple. The company also has a major stake in Hulu following its acquisition of 21st Century Fox. Disney also confirmed that it would likely combine subscriptions from Disney Plus, ESPN, and Hulu. So let's break this down. You know, what What does this mean? It means more competition for Netflix and all these other streaming platforms, which, which would be Hulu, but that's all good because they own Hulu. So Netflix, um, and I'm not going to break it down. I just, I just wanted to explain on that previous podcast what Netflix meant and what Netflix did and how an opportunity was missed, missed. So they're going through some financial troubles right now because they're, they're really not making any profits. They're spending tons of cash to bring content. So they're really losing and, and the membership has to be at a certain price in order for them to even profit. I overheard that the price it has to be monthly is about $40 in order for them to be able to keep floating around. So I don't know what's going to happen in the next coming months for Netflix. So it's good to pay attention to, to, to that corporation and see what game plan they're going to do. Because right now, Disney Plus is about to come through and take over. And the fact that Marvel, Star Wars are going to be on this platform... That really is a game changer for these for this uh for this streaming platform because a lot of people are really crazy with with Star Wars. I've never really been a, been a fan of Star Wars or even like Marvel and all this stuff. I'll catch the movies here and there, but I'm not really into that type of stuff. That's just not what I was brought up um, watching. I've seen the movies, but it's just not my cup of tea. So $6.99 for this streaming platform, that's already a game changer. I believe right now the Netflix fees are about $14, $12 to $15 in that range. This is already, you're already cutting that in half. So people are going to probably go over to this. And the fact that ESPN, they might be uploading ESPN stuff up on this platform as well. Plus, they're showing you they're going to walk, not run. So that means they're going to take their time with this platform. And they're huge. Disney is major. They have a lot, a lot of content that they can um, start rolling out once they get into, into this business. So this is going to be live November 12th. 
It should be interesting to know how this turns out for Disney and how the, the consumers are going to react to this service. I didn't know about this. I didn't know that that they were that they were um coming up with with the new streaming service. So Netflix is in trouble. They got competition now. And it's going to continue to happen. These dudes pretty much copy the next thing that somebody else is doing. They're not doing anything fancy. I already explained that to you before. These dudes don't really do anything special. So I want you to try to think out the box, you know, and you might think that you won't be able to to make things happen, but if you start getting around the same the the same mindsets as you, you can develop an idea like this. I thought that nobody else would be able to compete with them until Saturday I heard, "Wait, Disney Plus? What are you talking about?" I knew about Spotify merging with the Hulu and you can get the premium when you have a, a Spotify Premium, you get the Hulu access. I knew about Amazon Fire Stick, but I didn't know about Disney Plus. Obviously, these dudes say, hey, wait, we got more content than these people. Why don't we just make our own platform? Why should we license to them? Now we own all our masters, basically, because movies are masters. It's the same as music. And if you don't understand what masters are, it's basically the hard copy of whatever content it is, which means you own all the mechanical rights to that, which allows you to upload it to wherever you want and you claim all the royalties. And whoever made, whoever participated in that master gets a little percentage, but you get the higher end of the stick. So that's really what it is. I'll do a podcast about that later. Right now it's Disney+. Plus. So they're gonna do a series based on these two on these two characters from Marvel, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's already gonna be a quick a quick way to draw attention from the um from the viewers so they can be in tune and catch this this new series on the streaming platform. Now so the Walt Disney Company, commonly known as Walt Disney or simply Disney, is an American diversified multinational mass media and entertainment conglomerate headquartered at the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, California. Again, California. <laughs> the CEO is Robert Iger. So that's who that dude was, the one that was making these, uh, these comments. It was founded October 16th 1923 in Los Angeles, California. They have 200,000 employees. That's as of September 2018. Subsidiarities. Pixar, ESPN, Hulu, Shop Disney, Marvel Entertainment, 20th Century Fox, Disney Parks, Disney XD, Disney Channel, ABC, which is the American Broadcasting Company, Lucasfilm, 21st Century Fox, Disney Cruise Line, Walt Disney Pictures, BAM Tech, Walt Disney Animation Studios, Walt Disney Studios, Marvel Studios, Disney Vacation Club, Radio Disney, Adventures by Disney, Walt Disney Imagery, The Walt Disney Company India, The Walt Disney Company Italy, Touchstones Pictures, Man, I'm going to keep going. Disney Institute, the Walt 
Disney Studios, Walt Disney Studio Home Entertainment. Man, I can keep, let me see, there's a few more, only a couple more. Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures, Walt Disney Television, the Walt Disney Company, Disney Television Animation, Disney Theatrical Productions, Walt Disney Travel Company, Disney Consumer Products, Disney Interactive, ABC Studios, and Disney Publishing Worldwide. Sheesh. Now, talk about are they set up and loaded. That was about 20 companies I just shouted out. And now they're coming out with Disney Plus? Simply just copying Netflix. All they did was, oh man, let's do the same thing they did and call it Disney Plus and put all our content on there. And that's it. It's a wrap. Charge half the price and we keep it pushing. They'll be all right. Because... Netflix is is on the hot seat right now. They're really losing money. Do your research on that and find out. That's just what I'm pointing out. That they they just the licensing that they're paying for that content is putting them in a hole and paying money for people to make content. They're, they're not really making any profits. The only way they'll make profits is if they raise their fees for your monthly subscription. That's it. That's all you need to know. And these guys are going to come through and deliver something new and put them out of out of the way. Because <laughs> they have so much, so much content to upload. I don't even I don't even know if this is a, a public, a publicly traded company. We can check it out real quick just to find out. Um. Is Disney publicly traded company? Disney stock has been publicly traded since 1957 when it had its initial public offering, which is an IPO, where Disney stock was sold at $13.88 per share. Since the IPO, Disney stock has been traded on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker symbol DIS. D-I-S. It has been one of the 30 stocks in the Dow Jones Industrial Average since 1991. So let me see. Let me see if we can find if we can find this stock just to oh there it is. Okay, so we'll we'll check it out. Check out the the full history of this stock. It came out June 1st, 1979 at 72 cents of pop and it is currently now at $132 with 79 cents. So I can pretty much break this down so it's on the on the nice the New York Stock Exchange, the ticker is DIS. This is not financial advice. In the early two thousands, when all these movies were coming out, I remember Toy Story, The Lion King, all these these classics. Because Toy Story was the first first one that Pixar was was doing. So early two thousands, this stock was 40, 40 bucks, forty bucks, and then it came down. To about 20 bucks. And then in 06, it was 30 bucks. When the market crashed, it was 18 bucks. And it's been on the rise ever since. 116 bucks in 2015. And now it is currently at $132 with 79 cents. And now with this new streaming platform, this is gonna put them on a whole nother on a whole nother level now. So keep an eye on Disney Plus, stay alert. Now that I've informed you, when you hear Disney Plus, you're not going to be confused and trying to figure out what is Disney Plus, who made Disney Plus, what's going to be on Disney Plus. You already have a clear understanding of what this is. This is basically the new version of Netflix. Look out for it. 
and stay alert. Stay on top of this information because your kids are going to be wanting this platform. If you're a parent, your kids are going to want this new platform. They're not going to want Netflix. Now they're going to want both memberships. And it all depends on how it plays out for Netflix for November because they do have to adjust certain things because they are in a financial debt right now because they're not making any profits. They're really just staying afloat, pouring money out to to other people to make content. So that means they're losing money. That doesn't mean they're in the green right now. They're not in the black. That's what that, when you're in the black, that means you're, you're good. You're making profits. They're not in the black. And now they got competition coming their way for November. And your kids are definitely going to want this. There's no way that you're not going to have this membership. So start getting that, that $70 for that yearly subscription that they said, Get that $70 ready and, and, and make calculations for as long as your kids are going to be watching cartoons and Disney content because that's going to be coming out of your pocket. Corner Office Podcast, Louis T., thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time. Peace out.